0: This is the 911 calls podcast with the operator and his
1: exact twin, minus being born and raised in Kentucky and his heroic military service, and being born to a completely other mother, Kent Chungus.
2: Several in the area. Where exactly did you see him last? Uh, here he is. He's coming. He's down uh, at, at the lake behind behind the tree. He puts a gun in his pocket. Oh,
1: hello, Kent. What? How are you? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> like bad, like a good bad or a bad Just bad, like, like a Michael Jackson bad? Beer. Like a pH bad, like I'm bad, like Michael Jackson bad. I'm bad, bad Charmone. You know what does he say there? I'm bad, I'm bad Charmone. Is that yeah, what he says? I think that's it. Charmone, Charmone. What is he saying there? Bad Michael Jackson lyrics. Lyrics. I'm bad, I'm bad Charmonet. You know well, it. The first lyric to bad is Your butt is mine. He's singing this to seven year old boys. Uh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, your on butt the uncut week. I'm going to take you right. Just show your face in broad daylight. I'm telling you on how I feel. Going to hurt your mind. Don't shoot to kill. Come on. Come on. Lay it on me. All right. It's it. He's okay, saying, now come on. The... Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come. But it sounds shamanic. It's kind yeah, it of on. 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 As a kid, I always thought he was talking to Simone or some lady, like but then I hoped not because that song sounds kind of abusive. Yep. Funny thing though, if you're interested in us breaking down songs, you should check out the uncut of Nine One One Calls Podcast with the Operator. Yeah. Because we just broke down what song did we break down on the uncut nah, this time? Is that what we did? I don't feel like we did that. You don't think like we broke down who Baja let the dogs men, out. Yeah, who let the dogs out by Bahamian, but I, I feel like we really analyzed that song. Yeah. We put the anal in analyzation. Turns out there's nothing to analyze. We found that out. We found out that 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 song's really hard to to do anything with yeah. and that Honestly, I I'm I am against most I'm I have hard feelings, strong feelings about this, but I feel like that song should evoke into people a demand for reparations. Wow. Like, whatever money's gone into that song should be re- reparated to the people that pay. for it. feel like it's it. the music song equivalent to the new horror movie that everybody's talking about that a million people have sent me trailers of uh, that I did watch and was so upset with and upset because I was disappointed. The, it's called Skinamarink. Oh, I haven't heard of it. It's just... An hour and a half of bullshit. How many people have sent you trailers? Uh, probably, uh, oh, God. 11, 12. What? Where do you keep them? Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Get it? Because. Yeah, I like trailers. Oh, uh, yeah. one is a digital thing south. that takes up. Yeah, yeah. One takes up no and space and the other one. You, in the south. you literally yeah, need, yeah, you'd need like acreage. A, you're talking about something you can go inside and make heroin yeah yeah that, yeah that you live in that, that you live you in. literally you live in w- literally one bedroom into the living room remember when i made, made the of, first logo yeah. for true crime kent and i made it look really offensive because i put like this redneck on it with a trailer and a broken car i do remember that and then we used this as the cover art for a year <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. because of how it uh, sound and that's how you got that just completely yeah off sound yeah. On the Daily Show, one time we talked about our hygiene and, and our hygiene practices. If you want to know about Kent's hygiene practices, check out Extraterrestrials Podcast. It's yeah. another show by Eleven Fifty Nine Media, and it costs money, but you can find it. and It's never an Daily Show, and if you want content that that'll fill your earballs for a week every week. Anyway, do you like caramel? Do I like what? Caramel. Are you trying to say caramel? Caramel. You trying to say caramel? You fucking idiot. <laughs> yes. right now you're pushing my buttons. <laughs> wow. I do like caramel. Mm. I love it. What do you think what do you think goes well with car- now? I know who I'm talking to. I know that you are not a combined sweet and savory kind no. of guy. No, I'm not and you don't do blueberries and meats or anything no. like that. I don't like caramel on Filet mignon. Never even seen right. filet mignon. But. What would you... What pairs well with caramel? Um, caramel. Ice cream, uh, chocolate, um, nuts. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you know i right?
1: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> testicles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nougat. Oh man. Oh nougat and caramel. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I don't like butterscotch. With caramel or just you At don't all, like butterscotch period. in general. Really interesting. Why? I don't Does know. It, like, reminds me of molasses then? for some reasons, and I hate molasses. So you don't like uh you don't like molasses cookies. No, no, no. I don't. Do like you molasses like Doctor Pepper? I love Doctor Pepper. Cause that's a fundamental ingredient. Yeah, it in Dr. Doesn't taste Pepper. like molasses, though. Yeah, but it's in it, yeah, so it doesn't, doesn't bother you. Doesn't taste like as long as you don't know what you're consuming, you're okay with it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, do you know the difference between caramel and caramel? Uh, no, there's a Mount Carmel. There is. There's also a, there. There's a lot of geographic uh, uh, p- places that are named after Carmel. i don't know the difference no so caramel caramel refers to a type of candy or a light brown color so it's also a definition of a color while carmel refers to geographical locations such as mount carmel like you said and carmel by the sea what about caramelo you ever you ever had that yeah, candy that, bar it's delicious yeah it's probably one of, one of my favorites yeah. one of the best how do you feel about payday candy bars? I feel like the payday candy bar is like the most underwhelming candy bar on the shelf. Like I'll eat one, but I'm never going to pick a payday over anything else. Over a Fifth Avenue, one of my favorites, the Fifth Avenue. Really? Fifth Avenue? I, I can honestly say at age 47, I don't think I've ever had a Fifth Avenue. Well, they are delightful. Are they really? Yes. So I should try to acquire one. Yes. They're the best. How much are they? They're probably, um, it doesn't matter. Okay. They're affordable. Um, So what about salted nut roll? (laughs) I ate it a lot in college. Um. (laughs) Again, as long as you don't know what you're eating, you're okay with it. Salted nut roll. You've never had a salted, you have to Google it. I've never seen that before. Oh, uh, our parents reveled in salted nut rolls. Mm-hmm, I bet they did. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, here's another one. A uh, uh, big hunk. I love big hunks. Y- you do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're narrowing I don't this know down. W- what that has to do with candy bars? Because <laughs> you were talking about something. <laughs> homosexual. Is Big Hunks a candy bar? Yeah. Big Hunk. You've bar. never had. It's like taffy, white taffy with nuts in it. I've never seen this before. So, yeah, white taffy with nuts. They so don't it's have sort this of like, like uh, oh. a <clears throat> I was I keep trying to tee up a joke. Okay. Let me just say this without getting interrupted for a second. White taffy with nuts. So it's like a mental institution in downtown Hollywood.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, snap.
1: (laughs) Uh, So can you guess why I'm asking you about Carmel? Because I'm imagining it's got something to do with the call today, but I would be silly in thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be right, actually. This one took place... In Carmel. Carmel? Oh, that's the connection? Carmel, Indianapolis. Which is Indianapolis in Indiana? Yes. Jess is nodding yes. Yes. I'm glad Jess is here. Jess is like a Google for us, it's like a mini Google. She's a mini Google. That's <laughs> it's like a dog breed. Oh no, did I just call Jess a dog? I didn't mean I didn't mean that. You know you're just a mini Google. You come here, shush, shush, shush. Oh, she was just writing in her journal. That's dangerous. This call did took place where? Oh yeah, by the way. Yeah. So back to Carmel, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Okay. Yep. I'm just looking this. Now this one, we're going to do sort of as a, it's going to be a choose your own adventure, but not really because this actually happened and I've got all the backstory on it and everything. But as we play through the calls, I want you to tell me how you think this is going to play out. Okay. Does that sound fun? Yeah, it sounds like what we usually do yeah because there's not a lot of research usually, and I'm probably wrong about ninety percent of it anyway uh but somehow the show keeps going anyway um all right, so let's get right into this also, have you noticed that change right there? Have you noticed that change right there like we're we're not very far into this compared to like the olden days where I would spend like thirty two minutes talking yeah, about well, Shakespeare I think, I think it has something to do with the fact that we uh, did a business meeting for two hours prior to recording this <laughs> and then. We did a, um, non, a plus or a, an, un, uncut. Uncut, an uncut. And now we're literally th- over three hours into recording. Yeah. I am on fire. Oh, Jess unmuted. What, Jess? It's Indiana. Carmel, Indiana. Hey, that's a hard one because when I Googled it or researched it, here's one thing. If you're listening and you write news articles for a news place, please, even though you're writing news articles for your local news place, put the city that you're writing for in it and don't just presume that the rest of the nation knows where you're, because every time I read an article from a local news source, I always have to go to the contact page to find out where WNRD is actually located. It's immediately north of Indianapolis. Carmel is okay. So, so it's a bedroom community in Indianapolis. Would you say? Yeah. Jess is saying yes. If, they, Jess, if, they, you're if they were in a hotel, they would have doors, locked doors that separated the rooms. Have we talked about Jess on the nine one one calls yet? I don't know. Do we? Does anybody know who we're talking about? I don't think so. No. I don't think so because we've only done daily. We have put on. We have decided to fill bigger pants. We are now filling large pants in 2023. We have a producer who sits on our calls, and she kind of keeps us in line. Uh, the, the code word is because she's, she's muted, but the code word is if she holds up five fingers, then we have to start coming back on course. Five fingers means you're being racist. Come back. Four fingers is for everything else. And then the middle finger is stop what you're doing. I quit. I quit. <laughs> she leaves. That's fun. It's fun. We've only seen that one one time and we had to bring her back. It was expensive. She was <laughs> opposed to our, our idea for a podcast for deaf people. I think it's a great idea. It's a sign language podcast. Yeah. And it would just be an hour and a half. Every of sign week, language, of silence, of people doing sign language in the microphones. But let me tell you why. And then in the I description, a- we would talk about what we, it would say what we talked about today. We talked about inflation or, yes. you know, bomb making, hydroponics, um, weaving looms. Yeah. Uh, but also, we she do told a lot us- on music. <laughs> she told us that we have to have a disclaimer at the bottom that says our producer Jess is not involved with this podcast whatsoever. So that's fine. We'll see how it goes. I I, I would imagine that we're going to have a lot of hand sign language tangents if Jess isn't here, and it's going to go crazy, and people are going to be like, "What?" <laughs> but we you were going to do it for just novelty, it. just for a joke. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. But everyone can listen. This is all all inclusive because. It's literally going to be recorded. And so for everybody else, it's an ASMR experience because you hear this. (laughs) Mm. Hmm. It's gonna be amazing, and then all of a sudden, after, <laughs> and then forty-two minutes in of our ha- hour and a half, suddenly it'll be this ad's brought to you by BetterHelp, and it'll be a full-blown <laughs> ad in the middle of it, and it's like for everybody. I love this idea. It's The po- first podcast. If you the don't believe. If you don't believe me that I love this idea, just just cannot. She's saying cut it. She's saying go back. She's holding up five fingers and four fingers. We are in deep water here. But I got I got to make this point that if you think that we're not serious about it, go and go and Google the pod the the, the domain podcast for deaf people dot com and you'll see that it's taken because guess who owns it? I do. And if you you know what? And if you if you cancel us or you try to give us a one star in this, that means that you don't like deaf people. I'm also going to start a podcast about geocaching for quadriplegics. <laughs> I've got a I've got a name for it. Down the hill with Jack and Jill. <laughs> I got a... Oh, man. We're on fire. (laughs) And if you have a problem with that, then you are a paraplegicist. And so you should think about your life. They can hide colorful rocks just like the rest of us with their mouth. So that one is going to sound like this. All right, guys. Think we're close. Jill, you think we're close? Yep. All right. I think it's right down here, down this river. Jill. Jill. Help. <laughs> Help. And you know and you know what? That is a social commentary on how not accessible geocaching is for the whole world. And you know what? We're on top of this just like school shooters. We need to make geocaching for quadriplegics more accessible. Yes.
3: By this just is a dialogue
1: them. that we need to open. Just- Hiding them in the person's room to where they can just be found looking around, <laughs> or ramps. Let's be honest; it's fine if you want to hide it in the woods, on, in a very difficult place. But you need to establish the transportation process to get there, and that means ramps. That might make the geocache a little easier to find. Not stuff though. a lot in <laughs> tree branches. You're just in the desert, and you're wandering like 80 miles into the desert. Suddenly, there's a ramp. <laughs> you're like, I think it's there. <laughs> oh man, we gotta How work it out. this we show. We gotta work the bugs. Yeah. Out. yeah. Back to Carmel.
0: Okay.
1: This pl- this call this call took place in Carmel, Indiana, which is just north of Carmel, Indianapolis. This this took place in July twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So while the rest of us were dying, this call took place, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cover code it with camera people. People died, but this is a choose your own adventure. The one thing you can't choose is whether people die or not, because it's going to happen in this one. But uh, other than that, what choose your own adventure. you clearly well, didn't read R.L. Stein books growing up, because <laughs> this ends one way. <laughs> it does. Pick any adventure you want; it's all going to end the same way. Yeah. All right, here's call number one. Okay. Start for a
0: disturbance, threatening suicide. River Rock Court. River Rock Court. There's a male threatening to kill himself. He does have a 10:32. Getting a lot of trouble getting any information.
1: Ten thirty-two means
0: weapon. Further, the call taker advised that there was a lot of screaming in the background. The male took the caller's phone from her. You could hear him yelling at her. Name was Julio, referenced by the female. Possible shot fired. We had a second caller that advised of gunshots also.
1: All right. So, so Julio is down in the schoolyard. Uh, 911 call comes in, that's dispatch, talking about the fact that Julio is armed and suicidal. Now let's get serious for a moment, because this gets serious. So, what we know from that dispatch call is that Julio has a gun, and that the call came in and said that he's suicidal. And then they're Who? saying that there have been, huh? Who? Julio. Julio. I don't know. Is it Leo? Julio. Julio. Yeah, Leo. I don't know. <laughs> I see what you're doing there, <laughs> and it'd be funny except for he's suicidal. And that's an old so bit. let's. Who's on first base? I don't know. Who? Le- nobody. Leo. Well, Leo has a gun, so we need to respect that. Okay. I'm trying to be serious now. Okay. And he's suicidal, he's says a, dispatch. You said this is on a school property? No, I was, okay, I was making a joke when I said that, like, Dan, Julio, Dan, by the schoolyard. You know that song no, by I've never heard Simon and Paul Where Simon? Where is he at? Is he, is he at a residence? He's at a residence, and not he, at a schoolyard. <clears throat> arguing with his girlfriend. So, well, a 911 call comes in from somebody else and says, Julio is here. He's armed, but he's suicidal. You guys need to get here. But there's also a female there. Yeah, but that's the caller. That's the the caller. Okay. Yeah, so, yes. Okay. I know this is hard because, but I want you to kind of put yourself in the seat of this is how it happens for dispatch and police. It doesn't come in with, like, all the information. Like, they literally pedal to the metal, you know, down a road with sirens while this stuff is changing course the whole time, right? So dispatch one, there's a call, guy is suicidal, has a gun, confirmation of potential shots fired all right so so far rl stein what do you think build the story what do you think's happening here this is probably going to end up in a murder suicide okay here's the next call
2: (laughs) i don't know what's the address of your emergency Well, I'm at Rippling Brook Way in Carmel, and there's been a shooting in the neighborhood, and I saw a man run down to the lake behind the house in a yellow shirt. Okay. Can you give me whatever description you can of him? What's his race? I think, I I, I really don't know. I think he was a a white male with a, a yellow shirt and pants. He's behind the trees, and he ran from the house. Let's behind in front of the he house. we've right? got several in the area. Where exactly did you see him last? Uh, he, here he is. He's, he's, he's coming. He's, he's down uh, at, at the lake behind behind the tree. He's putting a gun in his pocket, or in his pants. Okay. He's, he's walking sure, uh, away from the house. Listen, sir. Make sure all of your your doors are locked. Keep everyone inside. He's, I'm telling you now where he's running. Okay, he's tell running, me. He's yeah. On the other side. Now he's over, going to Rippling Brook Way. He's in between. Ripley Brookway and the neighborhood and okay. he's going over. He, he's on probably on Ripley Brookway okay. right
1: now. All right. So piecing this together a little more, this is one of the 911 calls that came in that said there's a suspicious gentleman down by our lake and he's hiding behind one of the trees and dispatch is very aware geographically because he says there are many trees in the area. Which one? that's my favorite line i don't, know, guy, I don't have them numbered <laughs> it's an oak there's a squirrel have you ever seen babinga it's a wood from south america looks like babinga but i'm pretty sure it's an oak <laughs> <laughs> um okay so uh, and confirmed you know the funny thing was i the guy was white, but as soon as the guy said, Can you identify his race? He was like, You know, he's still yeah, nervous. Even though he's, it is, he's like, I it don't, is. I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see color. I just see yellow. So, and then he says he, that the guy has a yellow shirt on and pants. So, and you think what that's year did kind this of call a silly. 2020? Th- oh, yeah, that's it. I didn't it, wear pants all of you 2020. You always say what? Always, no matter. The criminal is white no matter what their color is. That's what you got. That's the rule. Here's why. Here's let me tell you why. Here's let me tell you why that is. Let's just say the criminal wasn't white. But the police come looking for a white male and, and they come into a neighborhood with a lake and they start doing some digging. Do you know what they're going to find? They're going to find a white male in that neighborhood who's doing something illegal. But that's what it takes to catch a white man doing white-collar crime is you have to go into the house and you have to start looking at what they're doing because some of the worst crimes happen behind the computer. Yeah. Thank you. Next. It's a PSA. It was (laughs) court-ordered. I had to say that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Next call. So, riveting so far? Yeah. Pretty exciting? Pretty exciting? Yeah. Yeah. So, we've got Julio... He's on the other side of the – so I'm guessing this call is being made from the other side of the lake, and they're watching him. Yeah, something like he, that. Leo I don't know how big the, big the gun lake in was. his pants and is now in the tree line, um, and they're trying to get him to describe which tree in particular, um, maybe what residents, He's... squirrels, chipmunks, what live in the tree. Can we get yes. a circumference measurement of the base? Um, how many feet does it stand off off the water? Um, sir, I understand you. he's wearing pants, but are they 32? Are they 36? you got to be more specific yeah. with us here, sir. Would they? Yeah. Would it, if cut down, would the tree make a good coffee table? Yeah. Would if it... cut down, would those pants become shorts? <laughs> Here's the next call.
3: 911, what's the location of your emergency?
2: Yes, uh, I'm calling. There's a disturbance, and there are police on property at a disturbance in Carmel off of 146th Street. I'm not sure the name of the street is behind us. Uh, we're on Rippling Brook, but a gentleman ran out of the house in question in a yellow shirt and is hiding down uh, in the bushes by the uh, by the pond. If you could let the, the officers on site know that, please. He's got a yellow shirt. He was carrying something in his in his hand, might have been a weapon, um, but he's hiding in the bushes down by the uh, down by the pond behind the house. Okay, he's running. He's running out of the. He's running out of the house. He does have a weapon in his hand. He's and he's putting it in his, uh, putting it in his pants.
1: All right. Now let's talk for a second about how how information is compiled to gain the a complete picture on what we're going off, and yeah, also misinformation. Let's talk misinformation too. So what do we what do we know? Like if this call came through and this was the only one and we didn't have the knowledge of the call that also came through, we would know that it was a man. We wouldn't know his race, which in this case is important because he's running around willy-nilly with a gun. And he has a shirt on. But this guy never indicated pants. So think about what you'd be looking for in a neighborhood had the other call not come through, and they coupled the pants part. Now let's talk misinformation for a second. Witnesses cannot always right. be COVID-19. relied on. What? What? I thought we were going to talk about COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're all on the same page there. The science is settled. Moving on. Okay. Oh, gosh. You about got us canceled. <laughs> so let's talk misinformation for a second. Think about this: the cops show up to that neighborhood. They are looking for a pond, and all they see is a lake. Oh, a lake's Who knows how long this? It. Yeah, it's hotel motel kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like if you if uh, you and really, I both, no.
2: it is. It's joke, really like it's distance.
1: super like no it's, not. no, it's like that because it's if you like and that. I That's call. 911. Yeah, uh, and we're like there's been, a, there's been a goings on and a kerfuffle. Yeah, I can tell the difference in a pond and a lake. Down at this building. I would say it's happening at a hotel. Right. And you would call and say it's happening at a motel yeah, because – That's not the same because I know – Well, but one of us doesn't the know the difference. Yeah, but I know the difference in a that, pond and a lake. One of us knows the difference in a pond and a lake, and apparently one of us doesn't know the difference in a motel and a hotel. I know the difference in a pond and a lake. You know the difference in a hotel and a motel. I think that's a result of our upbringing. But also this, is it a pond? Is it a lake? The police get there and are like, well, I guess the only way we can determine it is we got to go bass fishing? No, like, I was I joking feel about like that. There there there's a- also bass in ponds. The difference is the size. And usually ponds are on private property. Well, how do you... Okay, so I pull a bass out of the, the bass water. bass doesn't matter. The water. I am fucking kidding. It doesn't matter if there's bass in it. You can have bass in ponds. Ponds can have catfish and bluegill and crappie or whatever. But... The wildlife within the body of water is completely irrelevant. It's the size. It's the size. How do I know the difference between a bass size from a lake and a bass size from a pond? Usually basses in lakes um, grow bigger. I'd have to have two there, and you're like, no, that's size of bass. What are you talking about? Completely irrelevant. Here's the next call.
0: We're getting multiple calls reporting gunshots fired.
2: Oh, they claiming the gunshots came from inside or outside, you know.
0: Still trying to get it. We're hearing the male say, Are you still alive?
2: Your marriage on River Rockport.
0: We heard five more gunshots and screaming. Male is in a yellow shirt, a man bun, black skinny jeans in the backyard of River Rock Court. <laughs> There's going to be a female running eastbound on Creek Bend Court yelling for help.
2: Right, so we have any callers with eyes on the suspect.
0: Nobody's advising that their callers have eyes on the suspect. We do still have an open line with the initial caller suspect victim. Someone's advising that they believe he shot the mother and the daughter appears to be a handgun 9mm.
2: Okay, I've got a neighbor saying that a there is a female down. Stand by.
0: Clear. No what the suspect is at this? Point. Clear. I know more suspect is. Well, I've got a female down in the east side of the
2: residence, wearing all black. I can't approach. She's in the open.
0: Female down on the east side. Unresponsive. Not answering. Please. Clear. Unresponsive.
2: Gunshot victim Greek band a female sitting on the porch shot in the chest
1: Julio female down on the east side
3: did right, they say that a on. man
1: in a, with a skinny bun and skinny jeans is running for help no because <laughs> if that's the case man. that usually only happens when he's got a flat tire <laughs> what? Let's so let's add to our dispatched knowledge now. We know confirmed yellow shirt pants. Now we've added man bun. And if you're oh, this mentioning a man That's got the man bun well, and skinny jeans. Yeah, yes, yes, skinny jeans. So we clarified that so we're not talking Jinko jeans. We're talking skinny. Skinny jeans, yeah. And Bum-foy if you were jeans. visualizing a man running down the street in one of those like come to the restaurant kind of hamburger costumes that's not the man bun we're talking about. We're talking about the hair on his head that sticks on the back of his head. Yeah, like he's, yeah. So we're talking about a like vegan. He, yeah, avocado. To, think avocado toast, not avocado cheeseburger. You'd think, right? Okay, so. Usually also, a vegan piece crime this is together. more along the lines of like super gluing yourself to the uh, to the steps of the courthouse. <laughs> I think he probably made more prog. Would have made more progress. Okay, so so far we know we're pretty confirmed. This is the suspect, right? Yeah. Man bun, yellow shirt, skinny. Kind jeans. of guy that tells you you haven't had tacos until you had the street tacos. It. At- <laughs> <laughs> There's a truck that comes along on Tuesdays. <laughs> All right, so here's where things get kind of weird. Is apparently. According to that, the the 911 call is picking up him saying, are you still alive? But he's suicidal. Who is saying, are you still alive? She just said in the dispatch that you can hear him saying, are you still alive? But who's he saying it to? I, I, well, that's why I'm building. See, that's why I'm actually R.L. Oh, Stein so This is supposed Stein to be here. confusing. I'm building suspense. Okay. Well, poorly, but yeah, he could be talking to himself, like you know, like, "Are you still alive?" Yeah. Inside. Hello. It's me. <coughs> I'm at the bottom you just of gotta the sea. Put on a strong Rolling face. Rolling around. You gotta let him get it out. British time yep. GMT. he will be done in a minute. It's a new intro song I wrote for BBC. Yeah. They're still debating. Big black half, the, half the company's not interested in it. I don't, I don't care. I got my retainer. Okay. All right. So moving on. Uh, so weird, huh? Oh, no. Who is he talking to? Well, let's find okay. out. Okay. Here's, here's the next Three in hours a series later. of audio calls. <laughs> here we go. I mean, sorry. I mean, here we go.
0: Nine
2: one on what's the address of your urgency.
1: Alright, well that was a good one.
2: Address.
3: Riverwalk Court.
2: Okay, can you repeat the addresses for verification, please?
3: Uh one Carmel.
2: He's shooting himself. Riverwalk Court. Carmel, okay. hurry,
0: please. Okay, Sam, are, are... He's got a gun. Okay, Sam. All
2: right.
1: So that is somebody that's not only like they witnessing it, but they're like there, yeah. with him. Last word: nine was one bro. one call. He's got a gun. He's shooting himself, and it doesn't take that Please long. Please come quick! To shoot yourself. No, it's like wild how she's called. She's she. It's weird to me that she's like he is shooting himself, but it's not like a drawn out process. It's not like stabbing yourself. It's with not a something that you can call in the middle of and and prevent. Yeah. He's shooting himself isn't a phrase used very often no. because it's usually pretty either he or shot it's either himself. About to or shot. Yeah. Right? All right. So then what if we of couple that this? information. Like, think about how Dateline I'm doing with this. Like, I think about the t- the tapestry I'm weaving with all these calls, and you're like, right. what's going on, operator? Right. How do you do this? Is a tapestry that would be sold at the flea market. But <laughs> a really nice yes. flea market. Um, all right. So, so far we know that we've had a couple witnesses that says multiple shots fired, which makes sense because she says he's shooting himself. Okay, so far. But then all of a sudden, he's running around. He's got a man bun and skinny jeans. Probably not good of a shot, even at point blank range. Yes. So multiple shots, questionable. Maybe that's why she said he's shooting himself because he keeps missing. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But then we see him gallivanting around a lake pond with bass, and people are like, I don't know what's going on. So I don't know. I know what's going on because I know what it's button I'm pushing next. The bass, completely irrelevant. No yeah. Whether or not it's a lake or a pond. If you had to name a bass, what would you name it? Well, uh, okay. on the count of three, we'll both say the name that we would name a bass if we had a pet bass. Okay. One, two, three. Bernard. Lance. <laughs> feel like one of us is funnier on that joke. Yeah. I'll leave it to the listener. Here is the next part. Okay. Now I need to give you a little context here. I'm going to bridge this one. The call that you're about to hear is the same phone call as the one that we just listened to with the woman on it. Okay. So this is not another phone call. This is the same, the same phone on the same same call. call. Exactly the same call. I need to make that clear because suddenly if without that, you'll be a little confused. But here is the here is that call continue the continuation of that call. Here we oh I'm so excited about this. Here we go.
2: Emergency number nine one one. Stop! Stop! You
0: called nine
2: one one, sir. Oh, hold on.
0: You're still alive, man? Eh? Sir. Your mom called a cop? I told them not to. Uh, you? Now you're dead, man. Now you're dead, man.
1: Okay. Goosebumps me. What's how does the story change? I don't know what's going on. To be honest, that was the same phone call when the woman called. Suddenly, she doesn't sound like her anymore. So, what do you think happened to the phone? He took it. He took it. But is she? Does she he, know him? Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. All right, this is where I start to fill in the gaps for Thank you, you because I can. I can tell that you're. Not up to speed on this one. (sighs) Julio was being a bit suicidal. Julio's girlfriend's mom was worried about him. Okay. So she calls 911. Julio says don't call 911. She does anyway and as soon as she gets on the call with him julio gets mad that she called 911 takes her phone from her shoots her because then you can hear the girlfriend on that call say don't shoot my mom and then he proceeds because he's mad about the fact that she, that she kind of ruined his suicide plans he proceeds to shoot her, the girlfriend, right. five times. Okay. And then he you can hear him say, you still alive? So now think about what I said before the dispatcher was saying, you still alive. And suddenly it's not as esoteric as like, you know, a line from the old man in the sea where he's introspective. He's literally asking her because he's shot her five times. Right you still alive and then he uses the b word and then he shoots a couple more times and he says now you're dead okay stupid now you're up to speed on what's happened so far so, who's so this went on the phone from now him that's him okay so he's on the phone shooting people okay while he's on the phone and dispatch can't get him to respond. All right. Here is the next bit of information on this. A police arrive. Okay. The police arrive. Um, and I don't know, this is kind of a fun fact to know and share. Have you ever watched body cam footage of a police officer and like the whole time they're getting out of the car and everything, it's muted? And you're like, oh, that's convenient, it's muted. You ever you ever thought yeah. that as you're watching yeah. it? Yeah. Interesting thing is there's actually a dead spot intentionally of 30 seconds on a body cam when they turn it on and I I I I don't know exactly why but there's a 30 second gap before audio kicks on. My sus my suspicion is that that might be because if it had to be made public and there was anything because there's no context yet that police off, whatever the police officer saying may be taken out of context before, before that. I don't know. I wonder if it's sort of a cover your butt type of thing, like a legal thing. And I can tell once again, I'm the only one talking. So I, um, I just don't, what do you want me to say? Okay. okay. I don't okay. know. I don't, I don't even know what's going I know, on. I, I know I, that they've used that before because there's also, isn't there a, There's a video. I think when they turn on their body cams, it picks up like a certain amount of time before it was turned on as well. Um, I want to say because that's how that's nine one nine one one calls do that. So the the caller well the only reason I say this because there has been instances where police have been caught planting drugs and evidence because of that lag. Yeah. And turning on, and whether it's—I don't know—I can't remember if it's before or after, but it's fucked over. Well, not fucked over; they did it to themselves. But it's got them yeah. caught. It's got them busted before. Yeah, you know, it's a—it's a whole mirror, and and uh, I don't know. It's a mystery, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. Not on this episode. So yeah. stay you tuned for that. another episode of Nine One One Calls podcast with the operator, right. and right. we'll figure that out. But for now, let's continue down the road of lack of knowledge and here is the body cam footage audio from the guy's camera now this is interesting because this tells you something he turns on his body cam and and then you know the audio kicks on and i've cut the dead space out because this is a podcast that would be boring and unprofessional but as soon as the audio kicks on the uh the death podcast yeah i'll put that into there and they'll be like what is happening Uh, Uh, but here's what happens is he goes to, he goes to position his rifle and knocks the body cam off of his shirt and it lands in the grass. So the footage is useless, but the audio is quite compelling. So what ended up happening here is everything you just heard is all taken place. And then the police show up and they're looking for yellow man, skinny bun, tight pants by the way, I looked at pictures and, of this guy. They're looking for a white guy, not a white yeah. guy. No. What would you say his Um, I would say Spanish dude. Yeah, Mexican. Uh, yeah. Latin. Not a white mm-hmm. guy, not a black guy. Etymologically speaking, his his name is culturally appropriate. Yes. That would be a really PC way yes, of saying it. Yes, I would say not a white guy, not a black guy. Look for no. anything yellow that isn't shirt. That. Confirmed yellow shirt and man bun, but like, the rest what of race it? would you say is? I was like, not white, not black, not Asian. Yep. And wearing a yellow shirt, which seems to really that really be the most effective. Yep. Man, boy, man right, bun, man bun, skinny jeans. By the bass. By the bass. <laughs> <laughs> here's the audio from the body cam, just to put a bow on this one. Okay. Here we go. Traffic. The mail has run into the ductwork of the retention pond behind the address. And that's him running. And that's him casting into the lake. And that's a crappie. <sighs> he discards it. Cast again. His cam fell off, didn't it? It did. Now, does he still have? No, he doesn't. No, you'll hear. And that's one way to fish. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to fish. Wow. Oof. So that was a volley of shots sent. Into uh, a fellow in the that neighborhood I would argue deserved it. They found him. and uh, And those, that was the... 170 pounds, of- biggest catch of the day. <laughs> wow, lots of jokes we have for such a tragic... There's a picture on the Carmel County Police Department website of them all holding him. Up? All oh, my gosh. By a... Like one of those hooks that they hook a marlin on, yep. and they're just like, <laughs> check it out. What we got? Some guy's holding a little board with chalk written on it, like 470 h- pounds, July 27th, 2020. Uh, I feel like we can joke about that because this guy's a dirt bag. Yeah, he is a dirt bag. 100%. So, I mean, he's got diamond earrings. Fuck this yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So here is the collateral damage from what ended up happening on this. According uh, to reports, um, there was one person killed Taylor Lee Cox, age 28, uh, and then Julio Cesar Valrula. Was also killed. Julio Caesar Verula was the the, the killer. Also, um, there was one person that was shot. Okay, so you've got Taylor Lee Cox was killed. Her mother, sixty six year old uh, mother of Taylor Lee Cox, was injured from her injuries but survived actually, and. Uh, Caesar Julio Caesar, which sounds like a delicious salad. It does. I'm just trying to find pictures of the uh, victims here. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were trying to find pictures of Julio Caesar salad, and I was going to say it probably doesn't exist. Check in GoDaddy to see if the domain's available Julio Caesar salad.com. Available. What was Julio's Um, last name? Varula, V I R U L A. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. So this went from a suicide attempt. Right. To I'm going to take as many people out as possible. So he, he killed his girlfriend, injured the mother, and then suicide by cop. I'm just. I don't know why. You're I, don't, still, I don't know why. Whenever you <laughs> type in his name, one of the things that one of the first things that comes up is is a salad. Is George Floyd. Really, like these two things are even remotely similar. Like even in the They're same, not. even on the same planet. Well, as soon as you know he's not white, then they become really similar. For yeah, but a whole George slice Floyd was an innocent man that was murdered. Not Maybe not yeah. innocent, but he was definitely murdered, and this is a piece of shit that got fucking smoked after killing two people. Okay, but to play devil's advocate, the the dialogue that we could open is this was a suicidal man, and so the, the, the collateral damage could be defined as these are the acts of a suicide, desperate suicidal man who had he had help, none of this would have happened. Is that an argument that could be made? <clears throat> I don't care to make it. Yeah, I me mean neither. Fuck this guy. <clears throat> what you said. You uh, still have a lob, happy ending. bitch? Oh right. right and that one sentence. Fuck this guy. Get him off the earth. Goodbye. Should we play do you wanna do you want me to play that part of the 911 call again? Because yeah, I I, could, I, I could told you what he said, but But it. Now that you know what he said, you can hear it more clearly when you hear it. So let me play. Let me play that that again, so we can kind of everybody get on the same page. That we can. We all should have uh, a place in our hearts for people that uh, get to the point where they feel suicidal. But this guy. This guy uh, does not fit the description. Here we go again.
2: Emergency number one (laughs) one. you Stop! Stop! called 911. sir. sir. alive,
0: man? Sir. Your mom called a cop I told me not to. Where you? Yeah. How you
1: dead, this fuck this guy. Yeah. Hope he suffered. Now you're dead, uh, bitch. Yeah, really. Right? So to put this even on the same even on the same universe as George Floyd is offensive to me. Is yeah, super offensive to me. There is the argument for anything other than the the that this man was everything that nobody should be is then george floyd was unarmed and kicking and screaming on the ground because he couldn't breathe and this is an armed man that had just murdered two people callously it's uh, it, it very much angers me that we do this these days we group these things like this together as if they're even remotely similar at all well we're we're purveyors of rage these days that's what that's what we're all going for and we do it through headlines so you're not we're banking on the fact that you won't even read the article about Julio yeah but you'll walk out and start talking about it and get angry yeah and that sucks Uh, how about a happy ending though yeah
3: All right. here we go 911 where's your emergency
2: Nine okay. one one. Where is your emergency?
3: Um, I'm out here at right, and I lock my keys in my car. Is there any way that someone can come out here and uh, unlock my car? Uh,
2: commercial services are available in town to do that. Man, police and fire cannot.
3: What do you mean, commercial services?
2: I mean, you'll have to pay to have it done. Okay. Uh, the closest is uh, I think
0: this is my mom.
2: instance. Their number is nine eight seven. All right. Thank you. Good day. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? Uh, it's not an emergency. Uh, the only way I know how to get in touch with this woman is uh, through Officer <laughs> in Bourbon County. Okay, I need you to call back on a non emergency line.
0: Okay. How do I do that? What's the number?
2: Eight five nine. Okay. Nine eight seven. All right. Twenty one hundred.
3: Thank you. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? Um. What's going on there? Um. There's raccoons in my attic, and it sounds like they they made their way into the attic somehow from outside. It sounds like they're trying to scratch their way into the house. Okay, you dialed 911 for raccoons in your attic? Well, yeah, because animal con- control came out one other time, and um, they said that if I needed them again, they could go up there and get get the get raccoons. Uh, the animal control people I called because the last time was last year because a snake got in the house. So. I'm serious. And your name? I haven't called my landlord yet. I went, so I didn't know whether to call her first, but it sounds like they're just digging up the floor up there. <laughs> and what's your phone number, Teresa? Uh, 749. Well, you definitely need to call your landlord, but next time you need to call on the administrative line that's taking up an emergency line okay. for people it's who need medical line. assistance. What's, oh, I'm sorry. Then how do I get the administrative line? It's 987-2100 one hundred. Okay, I'll call that then. Um, but we'll we'll get a hold of Animal Control. Okay, thank you. Uh huh. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? I hear you breathing. <laughs> 911, where's your emergency?
2: I'm sorry, but the firework's still on.
3: I'm sorry, you cannot call 911 for that. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay, I'll be honest. I missed all of that because my wife swung the studio door open, pushed her ass in and farted, and then shoved the doors closed and pushed up (laughs) in front of the door. (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> and it's a very small oh. space, and it's not ventilated, and she knows that. And then she tried to oh. hold the door shut. So if you saw me struggling, I was trying to get the door open. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, I'll just say this, that your lack of attention to that call is just, it's on. Un- it's on point like you can't imagine because this was a series of calls that made it to the news in local Paducah Kentucky. Oh, God damn it it's one of ours because the news had to call had to make attention take it uh, place attention on the fact that this this these were the calls between 9 a.m and 1. AM, which is, I guess that's 24. What is it? 13 hours in the, in the town. This was one day of ridiculousness. This is one day. Like, can you imagine having a job, pick a job and then, and then put this much foolishness into, into what you have to do. Go back to the metal shop and start working on something that your boss says that you're supposed to be working on yeah. and then he comes and he's like how are you doing on the wiggle the, on on the the the, the on the, the top of that wiggle toy that I told you to be cutting you're like you told me to be cutting the uppers of some AR AR15s he's like no the, you're supposed to be working on the screw tops for the wiggle toy literally here on the order boss it says uppers for AR15s how long would you let the silliness go if that happened all day long? Before you're like, I'm out. <sighs> Twenty three years. Twenty three years. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty devoted, and to that an is what. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why the 911 call dispatch center in Paducah, Kentucky still has people working because they're committed to their jobs regardless of the lunacy. Oh, I heard this and I was like, you gotta be kidding. And they were like, no, this it's is 13 hour here. period. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got. You need to ventilate. I need to get better at this job. I love you so much. Yeah. You love me so. It smells so bad in here. All right, I'll let you go. (laughs) Hugs, everybody. She says she's She's talking to you. I can hear her. Uh, Pray for Kent, everybody. Hashtag. Bye.